Welcome back. Scott Jackson Show coming at you for Hooters here off North Military Highway, 1160, as we are here until 7 o'clock tonight. It is Hot Take Tuesday. It is that time uh, to get into some hot takes, including one, I guess, that is an actual take that's going on right now that Richie just sent me here a minute ago. Um, should we get to this real uh, quickly here on the, uh, on the text, on the uh, tweet line? This is the guy, um, is this Ari, the guy from uh, 33rd team that's updating this thing? I believe that's him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says that um, ESPN, TNT, and Fox Sports are going to form a joint streaming service. Oh, <laughs> I don't know yes, about that. That's a hot take, huh? That, that would be a hot take, and that would be a lot of moving parts and oh, a lot of yeah. big-name buildings working. Fox and ESPN working together alone would be <laughs> that'd be wow. like cats and dogs I living like together. It. I like it. That's that's a serious one. Well, we've had uh, Amazon bailing out all these Bally's people, right? Like all these Bally's uh, yeah. sports things yeah. that have gone kaput and all this stuff. So why not? Why not the big the big three uh, joining one another? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing it here finally. Front Office Sports also uh, is jumping on it here. Uh, Fox, ESPN, Warner Brothers, Discovery are teaming up to create a joint streaming platform to share sports assets, according to multiple reports. It would be available on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, I already got that. Got that Max thing, too. There you go. And Hulu. I don't even need to get Hulu anymore, so there you go. If this happens, yes, that would be incredibly huge news. Yes, and it makes sense, right? It's giving the consumer something, of course, until they tell you it's going to cost double what it costs right now. That well, if you're already subscribing to those services, though, although yes. that will make those prices go up, right. and then the whole right. cord cutting, then that's when the ball starts rolling downhill. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right, 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. Are you ready for some uh, hot takes? I'm so ready. And I actually was going to do a streaming service hot take on this thing when, uh, because of what the commissioner had to say. Now I'm going to have to change it, uh, as apparently, because it, it doesn't make any sense anymore. All right, here's one of your Hot Take Tuesdays. Uh, for all the people that have been crapping, and I mean crapping, on the Dan Quinn hire uh, this week for the uh, Washington uh, Commanders, uh, I got an early, early one to take to the window. Dan Quinn, 2024 NFL Coach of the Year. Whoa! Yeah, we're going there. We're, we're, we're going that far. Okay. I'm going that fast. I'm so glad I was sitting. Okay, no problem. I'm, I'm happy with that. I mean, if like that, that happens, hey. You, it's Dex, the I'll Kirk Cousins. It. You like that? I do. <laughs> I indeed do. All right. My other hot take is this. The commanders are not going to move up for Caleb Williams. They're, they're, they're not going to move up for Caleb Williams. They're going to actually end up with, uh, with Drake May at number two. And I don't know what the hell happens to Sam Howell. That's that part of the take <laughs> I don't have. But anyway, it's going to be Drake May at two, not Caleb Williams at one, and the uh, fleecing that would take place if they tried to get up there from the Chicago Bears. The Bears so you've got a Tar Heel off team. coming to Washington. i got a Tar Heel off coming right. to Washington. Father and son, if you will. If you saw the picture of them at the UNC Duke game the other day, you could tell father they, could be, they could be father and son. <laughs> as big as – much bigger as Drake May is over little yeah, Sam Howell. Yeah, hard to argue with that. Yeah. All right, so those are my two hot takes so far. I got more, but you want to go? Ahead, you want to jump in on this? Yeah, one? I, I've got one that's Super Bowl related. Okay. How about uh, George Kittle will have more yards than Travis Kelsey? Ooh, dagger! And part of that's just because I feel like there's just more weapons to cover on San Francisco, and yeah. one of the things that San Francisco is going to try to do to the Chiefs' offense is try to limit 
Travis Kelsey. I realize all teams try to do that, but it seems like San Francisco has the linebackers and the safeties a little bit more equipped to try and do that than other teams in the playoffs so far. And George Kittle, you know, when you're trying to cover Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel might just have a little yeah. bit more freedom in there. So I just, I just feel like that's an easy one. I do have a non- Super Bowl hot take. Okay. And maybe I'm still a little bit in my feelings about this, but I'm going to go ahead and go with it anyway. Go it. Ben Johnson will not get an NFL <laughs> head coaching job next year. Ben Johnson will not get a head coaching job in this next cycle. Right. I actually think the Lions offense will take a step backwards, not forwards next year. And the justification for hiring Ben Johnson after not having as good of a year as you did the year before will not be there, and therefore he will still have a crappy interview and still not get another head, not get a head coaching job. All right, we're going to do coaching hot takes again. Before. The Cowboys will hire Ron Rivera as their defensive <laughs> coordinator um, and announce it in the next couple of days. And that's really not a hot take. That's more of a prayer. It's more really of a prayer that the I have. The more you speak it into the, existence. Uh, that's really a prayer I have for Cowboy fans <laughs> is that they get to experience Ron Rivera, the coach, uh, which we never get to outside of five games in Washington. That's right, we didn't. Um, but anyway, so those are those are the hot takes wow. uh, here so far. All right, Tyler uh, has a Ben Johnson hot take as well uh, for us via the text line. Ben Johnson gets the Cowboys or Eagles job next year. It makes the rivalries even more intense. I could see that. Yes. If it does happen and I'm wrong, I could see that. He also tells me it's literally easier to illegally stream Nats game than it is to illegally stream games if you don't have a $200 cable plan. I've heard uh, that from people about yeah. about other teams, and I will that will remain, remain nameless. Interesting. All right. Uh, 757-687-9494-757-687-9494. Uh, via the text line, uh, the most underrated team on Super Bowl Sunday, the 1990 Budweiser team, that uh, defeated a tough Bud Light squad to repeat <laughs> as the Bud Bowl champions. Never saw it coming in a true classic. Yeah, whatever happened to Bud I Bowl? I miss those. Yeah, whatever happened those. to Bud Bowl? Do we know when it officially died? Puppy Bowl also, I guess that still happens, right? Puppy it, Bowl number 20 this year, I believe. Is that right? Number 20. Interesting. All right, uh, hot takes again. Uh, Valley Hoos phone line 757-687-9494. on the um, – on the commander's front on a hot take. Commander's trade number two pick for Justin Fields and the Bears' actual first-round pick. Oh, boy, would that be horrible. Wow. That would be horrible. So, like, a pick swap, right, is what he's saying. And then also, you know, getting Fields in the deal. Yeah, I don't know about that. You'd have to really not want to have Fields. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, yeah, think I don't so. see that either. All right. Somebody doesn't. Oh, Jimmy is very upset with your take on Travis. I didn't oh. say they'd win the game. Uh, George Kittle. I didn't Jimmy, say they'd I mean, win the I've game. I've never met a guy who takes it more personally when you bet against his team or even. I mean, this is hot take. And Tuesday, I didn't. Jimmy. I did not say George Kittle would have more yards and the Niners would win. I never said that. Yeah, you just did a yardage. That's true. You did only do yardage prop. That's true. Jimmy, would you be okay if if Kittle goes off for one fifty, but you guys still win by ten? Yeah. I'm not saying that'll happen either, but. I take the win. All right. Um, Carlos just says this uh, via the um, 757, says, Ayuk as MVP. Wow. You'd have to do a lot. Yeah, for wide receiver, you'd yeah. have to have a really, really big game. Because then you, you go back to Purdy, right? Right, then you go back to Purdy, absolutely, right. Um, and it's a much better story if you give Mr. Irrelevant the MVP. Oh, and of that is. is absolutely a factor. Yeah, I mean, who, who better to go to Disney World, right, than 
than absolute, you know, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, on the on the text line postgame, Taylor swoons over Kittle, leading to an all-time meltdown <laughs> as the Kelsey podcast causing the Swifties to throw a fecal matter at him in public. Wow. There, there's your wrestling moment right there. That is right Travis there. Kelsey versus George Kittle at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift hanging oh, above boy. the ring. Oh, boy. That would be that would be something. I could definitely see that going the wrong way. All right, 757-687-9494. Robert from Gloucester says, hot take, Joe Burrow will run the table in 2024 and Bengals win the next Super Bowl. Uh Uh-oh, out early. An early 2024 pick. I like it. Joe Burrow ruptures Achilles trying to run the table. Oh, no. Bengals out of playoffs. (laughs) Yes, no doubt. Oh, man. Be careful with that. All right, 757-687-9494 if you want to get us up there. Uh, Damon, not not a hot take, but just wanted to give a shout-out that uh, with a loss of Toby Keith, uh, shout-out that he did sing the national anthem 97 NFC Championship game, was an avid sports fan and supported troops. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Good good one there, yeah. I mean, you know, should have been a cowboy. How many times did you have to hear that back when the Cowboys were good? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, back when the Cowboys were good. Yeah. Pittsburgh Ross's defense seals deal with Purdy interception return of 90 yards. Now be careful with the seal references because that might wake yeah, up. Yeah, careful. Breeze. That might wake up our guy Breeze. I think, we, more, I think we just did. Some more seal hot takes. All right, hot take Tuesday, 757-687-9494. Uh, let's get to uh, Shay in Yorktown who's got a hot take for us. What's up, Shay? Hey, guys. How you all doing? Good, buddy. Uh, how are you? I, 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 like, I like Purdy first and foremost for MVP. I think he goes ham to uh, – Kittle, but my hot take is I got Clippers taking it all, and I got not Kawhi wow. Leonard I got I got James Harden getting Finals MVP. Look at them; they just won six of seven on the road going home. They look great. Russell Westbrook looks great. That whole Paul George is great. Take it off the air with that. I got Clippers taking it all with a Harden Finals MVP. Wow! All right, I'll take I'll take you in Arasia. Okay. All right. Kawhi Leonard regular season MVP. Okay. Okay. Because he's actually playing like an MVP and playing well. Here's the problem for both of you guys. It's February 6th. <laughs> you know how many more months we have to, A, get through the regular season, and, B, to get through the NBA Finals. We're talking late June. So you know how many months that is in the calendar? I mean, sure. again, put these guys in, in, in bubble wrap right now if you want to believe it. I just – I don't know, man. They, we're just we're just doing a little hot take. Listen, hot I know, take I know. If they if they make it through, if, what our caller Shade says happens. I mean, their their trainer and their medical staffs have to be the MVPs. <laughs> those are the real MVPs. I mean, those are the real MVPs. <laughs> you know, like like when Kevin Durant said his mom was the real MVP. Yeah, like, there you go. Like there you know, you go. they need to say no. The real MVP is our trainers. If that were to take place, all right, Bill Williamsburg uh, with us here on Hot Take Tuesday. What's up, Bill? Hey, Scott. What's up, mm-hmm. my man? There goes Skippy here too. Hey, um, we appreciate you uh, taking those calls after the post game show on the Redskins. Uh, <laughs> taking the calls from Skippy and me, or Skippy you got and it. I, however that is. Hey, yeah, uh, how are they? This, uh, you know, the Khalid guy, the guy that's quarterback for the uh, Southern Cal. Uh, he has that commercial where he's walking on the sidewalk, and there's all these superstition things. He's wearing number thirteen. He steps on the crack that breaks your mother's back. He, yes. he walks under ladders and all that. <clears throat> Thank goodness he don't have to go through the most horrible one, which is being a Redskin quarterback. Because when you get to that part in the commercial, if that ever happened, he can be running away out of that commercial because of the guys chasing him on the, uh, down that 
from that line because there's no no off no offensive line to protect them. So that, that's a so great that point. That would be another another thing that he um, would have faced otherwise. Hopefully he's he's not going to be with the Redskins. But I think that the um, we were talking here a little bit about those referees. You know, it's the referee calls they don't call. You know, in the game. It'd be good if they had uh, a way of knowing, you know, the over-under, how many calls did the referees not call that affected the game. I recall the uh, Buffalo Bills in the, in the, uh, Kansas City where, where, where Buffalo threw a long pass down about the four-yard line, and the guy was climbing all over. The Kansas City guy was all over the guy's inside arm, climbing all over it, practically taking his uh, arm off, you know, and, and the ball wasn't called interference. And that's the same game a little bit later that Kelsey threw the uh, – or, uh, yeah, the lateral across field to the other guy, and then he called offside on Kansas City, and Kansas City cried about that. But they had just gotten away with a long pass inter- interference call before that. So most of the call, this game is going to be so predetermined, I believe, and Skippy feels the same way very strongly, that this game's going to be decided by the referees, and it's going to be Kansas City for sure with the uh, influence of Hollywood and all the all the people that are behind uh, this romantic relationship that's going to affect the uh, all kinds of people uh, falling in love with this couple that are maybe phony. So anyway, um, we're not fooled easily. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, thanks for the call. By the way, for those that don't know, so Skippy the cat talks to Bill and uh, right. tells him about the games, and then Bill would call me and Fred and tell us what the cat thought. So. As you can imagine, after some of the results that the commanders had this year, this was a welcome diversion um, into an interesting <laughs> world, a very interesting world. All right, 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. That's the text line. We've got a million hot take texts. We'll get to we can get to calls, too, of the Ballyhoo's phone line. You don't even have to have a talking animal to join us. It is the Scott Jackson Show here, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, as we come to you from Hooters off North Military Highway in Norfolk here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. You are listening to The Scott Jackson Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It might be crazy or it might make you think. It's Hot Take Tuesday on The Scott Jackson Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Oh, yeah, Hot Take Tuesday uh, here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We got them coming through. The Ballyhoo's phone line, the text line as well, 757-687-9494 if you want to uh, jump on board. Again, we are at Hooters here off of uh, North Military Highway. And football fans, Hooters will make the big game Sunday a lip-smacking good time. Order the carryout special right now. 50 wings, okay, any style, flavor, for just 45 bucks. You add dressing and celery for only $5 more. Call your favorite Hampton Roads Hooters location to pre-order by February 9th to guarantee or join us for the big game and let the world-famous Hooters girls take care of your crew and be sure to come on for exciting new specials every single day starting Monday after the big game. Savings on your favorite menu items and drink specials only at Hooters, your original wing joint. All right, 757-687-9494. Travis Kelsey, uh, Nick in the 434 says, makes does a proposal as a TD celebration. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that would be funny. That would be crazy. Now, that would be funny. Uh, Robert and Gloucester is accusing of being a haters on the Bengals. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. 
No, no. We're just, you know, we're just talking to the probabilities of a Joe Burrow healthy season. That's all. Um, Tyler says uh, this. Damn, this is how I find out about Kobe, Toby Keith dying. Are you serious? Wow, man, I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I didn't realize that you just found that out because of us. That's rough. That's rough. I get it. I found out a little bit before the show started. Um, Damon in Newport News said, thanks for reading my text. I understand how hot takes work now. LOL. I messed up. Great show. Uh, no problem. Uh, Jimmy Lewis uh, says, here we go. And he's got a lot of crying emoji faces. Um, all right. Hot take uh, from the 757. Aaron Rodgers will be the first player to win comeback player of the year and MVP. Oh, talking about next year. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. Wowzers. Okay. I got you. I got you there. Pittsburgh Ross, hot take. Uh, Steelers win the division, losing the first round of Tennessee. Tomlin, future in doubt. Hot take. I don't know that you really want that to be a, something that comes true there, Ross. <laughs> oh, man. Again, Pat, here's his hot take. Patrick Mahomes wins MVP. Um, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift break up. Patrick Mahomes, uh, le- his, what's that now? Is he leaves his wife. Leaves his wife. Oh, it's supposed to be a, a, a leave, not a lease. He leases his wife, it said. I was very confusing. <laughs> All right, he leaves his wife uh, for Taylor Swift. Okay, I got you now. I'll tell you, these voice texts are some major fails. I, I, I get caught up in them sometimes I'm reading them, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this, this real or is this uh, just uh, the uh-huh. bad voice to text? Yeah. Uh, somebody told me here before, they're, oh, my goodness, the voice to text is so terrible. I apologize. Uh, hot take, uh, Scott in Virginia Beach has skins, a.k.a. the Commanders draft. Uh, have the best draft in 24, take the NFC East, securing home playoff game, and crush Detroit at home. <laughs> wow. People really – the Ben Johnson animosity is not, is, not a, is not a joke, right? Like, who knew that would become the biggest rival um, in Commander's World, Ben Johnson? Little Ben Johnson, you know, at this point. We could use another one on the list, right? Yeah, why take not? Take the Lions. All right, all right. Seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Again, hot take Tuesdays. Get them in while you can. Here, we're taking them for you. Again, we won't hold this against you in a court of law uh, down the line. Uh, I want to hear Richard Sherman coming up in the next segment. He was on um, that show with uh, who's the annoying guy, Skip Bayless. And uh, anyway, love Richard Sherman. Uh, I really do. Even though Trent Williams, you know, wanted to th- kick him out of the club in twenty twelve at uh, FedEx Field after that game uh, when he pushed him. And, I, you know, it's weird because I like Richard Sherman, but I also love Trent Williams. So it's, it's kind of weird, you know. It's like – but anyway, he had some interesting things to say about um, about uh, the Cliff Kingsbury hire uh, from the commanders. And, frankly, stuff I didn't expect to see. Um, 757, yes, and it was voice text. That thing is horrible. You have to talk to Siri like she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> be careful when the AI yeah. rises up. Yeah, careful. Be careful. I have careful. I have similar whole issues at the with the Alexa unit at home. I feel like I'm talking to somebody with a hearing impairment. I'm like screaming at all times. Uh, my wife claims as I say, I t- she says I talk too fast, which is completely possible. Well, if my, mine can understand my four year old, so I think that right. it, it does okay most of the time. Yeah, and then mine just will blurt out the weather for no reason sometimes. And I didn't <laughs> even ask for it, and I asked for the weather plenty, but I wasn't. And then she'll just blurt it out out of nowhere. She just assumes that's what you want. Like, like, but I'm breathing in the room. She goes, okay, here's the weather. And she just starts screaming. <laughs> at her. Um, hot take Tuesday from Bill and Chesapeake. Brock Purdy throws four touchdown passes and wins the MVP. That's not that crazy. Not that crazy. No, I don't think so either. Because, uh, you know, quarterbacks tend to win MVPs and Super Bowls, and the Niners are more than capable of beating the Chiefs. Would I put my hard-earned dollars there? No. Yeah, probably not. Um, 
How about this? Willingham hot take. Uh, Eric Bieniemy will become the assistant head coach for Kansas City behind Andy Reid. Andy Reid, who is not, not uh, retiring right now. Nope, not doing it. Yeah, so we'll be interesting to see what happens of Eric, with Eric Bieniemy now because there are still a few spots open, right, In- including, including um, the Seahawks, right? They're still looking for an OC, I believe, or did they hire one yet? Oh, I, you know what? They might be one of the two. There's, st- I think, there's two still open, and I think one of them is Seattle. Yeah, open. Yeah, offensive coordinator openings. So, I think that could be one um, out there. And again, th- this Andy Reid stuff, I don't think is going to happen. Could he go back to the Chiefs? I suppose he could go back to the Chiefs. He could go to college, the college ranks as well. I'm not sure he's got a lot of options at this point. Well, that's the problem with it happening late. And again, he bet on he bet on this being a big year, and you could say it was a bad idea and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know what his contract was. And, and here's what we also don't know: Were the Chiefs recommending he leave, or were they asking him to leave? Yeah, we don't year? know that either, do no, we? I don't think we ever got a real feel for that. If that was the case or not, so I, I think those are the other the other things that we have to uh, ask ourselves about this this year as well. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it, you know, it's funny for people to tell me that Cliff Kingsbury throws the ball too much. I'm like, did you just watch the last season we played in, in Washington? I mean, I think they threw the ball a lot with the last guy too. So, I mean, there's you know, probably a good chance that um, they'll throw it less than they did this past season. But, yeah, he's – the problem with now with these um, being out there is there's not a whole lot of – chairs left in the uh, musical chairs known as... Seattle uh, is open. Yeah. Looks like New Orleans is still open. Is New Orleans still open? I thought they hired somebody for some reason. I thought they did too. Maybe not. Chargers... No, Chargers is going to be Greg Roman. So this list is open. Yeah, it's an old list. Yeah, I thought the Saints... Seattle is still open. Okay, so it's Seattle. Okay. So the Saints hire offensive coordinator let me check this real fast um yeah yeah they're they're gonna do the kubiak kid yeah they can't well yeah he's officially well that's right because they, they can't, can't officially yeah. that's right yeah. that's the that's the loophole okay the clint kubiak because there's like 10 kubiaks right and the now. chargers one isn't exactly official either but looks yeah, like greg that's roman yeah that yeah. makes a lot of sense because that's that's harbaugh's guy all right seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four our richard sherman uh had some thoughts on cliff kingsbury uh who he saw many times as a member of the seahawks when kingsbury was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. we get to some of that stuff coming up yet next. Also, we got big bets, big game bets coming up at 6 o'clock hour to share with you as well. Uh, brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Visit highnoononspirits.com to find them near you. All right. We'll take a timeout. James will get your update uh, coming up here on what's happening in the world of sports, and we'll let you hear Richard Sherman on the other side on Cliff Kingsbury. Now he thinks that may impact washington the scott jackson show priority auto sports radio 94.1 we're coming to you from hooters in norfolk we're here till seven o'clock come on out and join us chance to pick up some free tickets to aria speedwagon or australian pink floyd while supplies last here on priority auto sports radio 94.1 we're brought to you by larry king law this is the scott jackson show on priority auto sports radio 94.1 all right, there you go. Uh, Richard Somerville play a little request and dedication here. We just met Richard in Norfolk during the break, uh, fired up to be out here, say hi to us. So, uh, again, we're here till 7 uh, at the Military Highway, North Military Highway location of Hooters here tonight, and we will uh, be hanging out with you here till 7. We've got big game bets coming up at 6 o'clock to get to from Super Sunday. Uh, i got a Rick Pitino update as well. Uh, in the final hour, very interesting ideas mm-hmm. from Slick Rick Patino. 
All right, uh, some more hot takes coming in through the text line at 757-687-9494, You can hit us up there or the Ballyhoo's phone line uh, as well. Same way to get in uh, if you choose to do so. <laughs> this is pretty funny. <laughs> hot take, uh, Dan Quinn didn't say he was doing a reunion show of Orange is the New Black. Sergeant Rick Hopper uh, is was a uh, conflicted character. He does kind of look like him. That's that, close. That's a pretty it close. It is close. The, the old doppelganger. That's good. Thank you for that. Whoever shared that to us. That is very funny. All right. Seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Rick in Hampton wants us to go over to do the show from the Hampton Hooters, so he doesn't have to drive through the tunnel. <laughs> but then we'd have to drive through yeah, the tunnel. Yeah, but then we'd Rich. have to drive through the tunnel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we go wherever they tell us to go. That's right. You know? That's right. You know, <laughs> wherever they tell us to go is where we end up doing these shows. But, uh, no, it's good to be out here today. It's been a good crowd. A lot of people flying in and by, so it's a good location. It's kind of in the middle of everything. Uh, tomorrow we'll be over at um, – Rivers Casino. So hopefully see everybody out there as well. All right, let's do this. Richard Sherman on the show that I always forget the name of it. Um, uh, Undisputed. Undisputed, thank you. Undisputed on um, FS, FS1 with uh, Skip Bayless. Richard Sherman went into, a, uh, went into a breakdown of what he saw from Cliff Kingsbury when he was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals now that he's with the Washington Commanders as the offensive coordinator. The, the passing game and the concepts that they draw up, it's not, it's not the common concepts you're used to seeing. It's not the common quarterback reads that you're used to seeing. It's very intricate. And so I, I, I've had a couple times, you know, where I had talked to him after the game. and was like, bro, I, I got a lot of respect for really? the concepts that you're drawing up. Like, it's wow. some good stuff. Now, the, the run game was, was pretty pedestrian. You know, they didn't do enough defensively. He didn't have success. So I don't know what he is as a head coach. But in terms of a play drawer, he can do it. And – I think they'll still, you know, Dan Quinn is, is, is part of the, the Pete Carroll tree. He's been under, so they're going to run the football no matter what. But I'm, I'm with Key. I'm not totally sold on Caleb Williams. And if I'm, if I'm the Chicago Bears, I know that Sean Payton wants him pretty bad. So you got Denver in fold. You got the Raiders in fold. You got a lot of teams that need quarterback. So if I'm them, I'm talking to, I'm talking to the commanders and I'm telling them, hey, I could give it. I could give him away to Denver or the Raiders, or I can give him to, to these teams. If you guys don't want to give me what I need to move up, I do think the Commanders are saying, "Hey, we're getting Cliff Kingsbury because we believe or we want Caleb Williams in the fold. We believe we can get him. We believe we will have access to him. That's why they're getting Cliff Kingsbury. I don't yeah. think they're getting Cliff Kingsbury to dra- draft Drake May, no, um, or anybody either. else, or, or Jaden Daniels either." I think they're getting him very specifically, and if they don't get him, that'd be a massive disappointment for this franchise, but they'll go for it. Um, but I think, again, Chicago obviously has, has all the leverage here. They can do whatever they want. They can move it however they want. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is their pick, and I would assume that it would be my pick if I was the Chicago Bears because I think Justin Fields can get it done. I would, I would sit there and, and get a King's Ransom for move not too far off the first pick, maybe to the third or so and stay in striking range to make sure I do get Marvin Harrison Jr., if nothing else. All right, interesting stuff from Richard Sherman. Now, here, here's a flawed 
thinking there, though. There's a couple, but you couple, go ahead. But, but like, you, you don't <laughs> just hire Cliff Kingsbury assuming you're going to be able to move up because you, A, don't even know what the Bears are going to do, right? Right. Nobody knows what the Bears are going to do at this point. And, B, yeah, you do get him to potentially coach Drake May if he thinks he can coach Drake May. Or, again, um, Jaden Daniels. And, and this is the flaw with a, with a lot of this is – you know, the, the spread offense, the air raid, right? We were talking about this with Coach Ronnie yesterday. There's different variations of it. Like, all these quarterbacks, the top three guys, can play in that scheme, in that system. And it is interesting to hear that Keyshawn Johnson doesn't think that much of Caleb Williams, by the way, and Sherman, which is fascinating because I was a Keyshawn's a USC guy. I heard the complete opposite this morning from uh, from Lewis Reddick, who freaking loves Caleb Williams. It, it, it's uh-huh. fascinating. Caleb Williams seems to be fascinating because there's no in-between, man. People either absolutely love him or they don't. At this point, I mean, I, I think there is a lot to like there, and, and I kind of understand some of the comparisons in terms of the way he can throw the ball like Mahomes. I, I You know, okay, but, you know, let, let's see. Let, let's dig in on it. I, I do think they have a great file on him with the guy that was with him. Is he, you know, a guy who was separating himself from the team? Is he a real leader? I think Cliff Kingsbury probably knows that better than anybody because he was actually there, which helps. And he could be absolutely gaga, madly in love with him. Doesn't mean he's going to get the chance to take him either. And there's a lot. Of, and there's a look. Like, and these guys just laid it out too. There's more reason for the Bears not to deal just right. back one spot. I mean, you get a lot more out of it if you move back further, right? Like there, it doesn't. You know, moving one spot doesn't do a lot for you unless you are setting up a, another. You know, another trade after that. Like if you're really trying to maximize the value of the first overall pick. You need to talk yourself into moving down a lot further than just one spot uh, or, again, have multiple deals on the table for you uh, to do that. So that, that's, that's the only thing that I'm not so sure about. It. And, and, by the way, I, I, I'm definitely not sure about, about Justin Fields. I'm sorry. No, I, no. I'm not. I mean, you got, just watch the Minnesota game. I mean, they, oof, man, there was just so many just mediocre to bad performances from him in terms of throwing the football this year. I don't know if that's really what they want to do or not. And, and the tough thing is he has to hit it this year because then you have that option year afterwards. So he really has to show you a lot this season uh, to make it really worth your while to, to be invested in him. And if he doesn't, then you're really back to where you are and you're probably firing the entire staff. Well, and here's the two of the problems that jumped right out at me about what he said was major disappointment for the franchise if you don't get Caleb Williams. Really? Really? I don't, I don't know that I would go there. Just because you hire his OC, now it's all of a sudden a major disappointment for the franchise there, there are if a you lot don't of, get Caleb Williams? Yeah, there are a lot of, and again, whatever this means, there's a lot of fans that like the idea of Caleb Williams there just based off his hometown kid, which I hate. Actually, that's the thing I like least about Caleb Williams right. is that he's from Gonzaga. I mean, nothing against Gonzaga, but this whole idea that, like, oh, these things magically work well with local kids. No, they don't. It's actually the other way around more than often than not, okay? Uh-huh. I, I, I don't really care if he's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, okay? If he's the right quarterback, he's the right quarterback. Yeah, great. He's from there. Is that good or bad? I, I don't know. I mean, listening to Kevin Durant, it sounds like it would probably be the worst thing for him. <laughs> you know, yeah. Who's yeah. been pretty outspoken about how he would never play in his hometown or never had any interest in playing his hometown because of all the other stuff. You know? Well, and here's the other problem. Let's say that's that's what happens. Yeah. And it's successful. Cliff Kingsbury and yeah. Caleb Williams match made in heaven, right? What do you think is going to happen in two years, three years? Cliff Kingsbury's gone. I hope so. He's going to take a head coaching job somewhere else because right. he's going to have that much success. With his, and Caleb Williams, if he doesn't know that, that tells you a lot about his his IQ as far as the business of football is concerned. He's not going to have Cliff Kingsbury forever. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, any quarterback that's any good shouldn't have their coordinator forever. 
Right. I mean, you can have coaching changes. Right. If you're the guy, you're the guy. I mean, Tom Brady had coaching changes. I mean, you know, Charlie Weiss came and went. You know, McDaniel came and went a couple times. You know, Billy O'Brien. I mean, and Tom Brady just kept moving along. He wouldn't play with Byron Leftwich. Exactly. Yep. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you're the if you're the guy, you're the guy. I don't think the the quarterback's coach slash offensive coordinator gets very – and, again, this is back to the whole mental gymnastics everybody did in talking themselves into why Ben Johnson was, you know, Joe Gibbs was just the idea <laughs> that you don't have to worry about ever placing your OC, uh, you know, if, if you hire him. You know, I mean, again, if Caleb Williams – is who he's supposed to be. You know, you're not as concerned about if he has an OC that's there a year to two years. You know, versus, uh, you know, let's let's get a quarterback that's going to be married to this guy forever. And that's why that logic doesn't make sense to me. That's why the, yeah. moving up just to do that, just to match those two back up, does not make any sense to me at all. You get if, who if you he's think the best guy, you, if yeah. he's your guy, yeah. then okay. But if if you're if it's even or you're not quite sure. You just get whoever you think can be the best for you long term, regardless of who your OC is. All right, seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. You're waiting on that. I mean, we're going to have months of the scale of Williams conversation with the Commanders. Oh yeah. Until the Bears either do one or two things: show that they are not going to keep Justin Fields, or that they make a trade. Right? Like, and and really, we could have the, a trade brewing in the next three weeks when you think about it, because like a lot of these things get decided when you're at the combine. Uh, in the next few weeks. Like, that's where the genesis of last year's, uh, you know, Panthers and, and Bears trade mm-hmm. was as well. So, I mean, you could really get some answers a lot sooner rather than later, which would be great. Uh, but at the same time, you gotta you got to go on all three of these guys hard. you got to go hard on Penix. you got to go hard on Knicks, J.J. McCarthy. I mean, you name any quarterback, you know, Spencer Rattler. you got to have all your information on all those quarterbacks and be ready to know, you know, to answer it, right? Like, can we win with this guy? Can I, do I, th- what I, can I work with this guy? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, if, if, if Cliff Kingsbury's his c- uh, quarterback messiah, as everybody has portrayed him to be, <laughs> then it doesn't matter who the quarterback should be. He's going to make it better. All right. We'll get to uh, some more text. we we'll get some more Hot Take Tuesday stuff coming up on the text line. And again, phone line's open at the Valley Hills phone line, 757-687-9494. Scott Jackson Show here coming at the uh, Hooters off 1160 North Military Highway in Norfolk. We're here till 7 tonight. Come on out and see us here on Priority Auto Sports Radio. 94.1, we're brought to you by Larry King Law. The Scott Jackson Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Live from Hampton Roads, this is the Scott Jackson Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, back here as we come to you from Hooters in Norfolk. Coming up at the uh, top of the hour, big game bets. Get into some uh, interesting angles, some props on Super Bowl 58. Uh, by the way, the text line is open as always, and the Ballyhoo's phone line at 757-687-9494, 687-9494. And, again, we're here till 7. Still got some tickets to give away for you as supplies last for Train Ario Speedwagon. Uh, in addition to Australian Pink Floyd, if you come on out here and see us and say you're interested. Uh, just for a little housekeeping measure here, uh, the Bears-Panthers trade last year uh, was March 10th. So right before All free right. agency opened, right. we knew about it. So I think there's a good chance, you know, well, hopefully a month or so ahead of the draft, you'll have a good lean on which direction the Bears are going, potentially with that pick, whether or not they're keeping selling or what have you. Um, so just something to uh, keep in mind from, from last year's timetable. 
uh, as well. So more details are coming out right now about this Fox merger um, with ESPN, Warner Brothers, and uh, the streaming services, and HBO Max as well, or Max. Is it just Max now? It's not HBO Max. It's just Max. It's just Max, You're right. which is really goofy. So, like, all those properties, and there's a lot of them, right? Like, there's all the college sports stuff on ESPN, um, is, which is a ton of, ton of uh, you know, different conferences and games there, um, in addition to, you know, what Fox has on theirs, and uh, obviously Hulu is part of this as well. I mean, that, that's a, it's a pretty big haul um, of, of a merger there if it takes place. And clearly with the things that, H, or that Max has now, um, besides True Detective, <laughs> you get, you get, you get uh, hard knocks, obviously, and those kind of things. But the, the service, according to some of the details, is will announce the joint streaming platform for sports assets. For sports assets. So this is not, sorry, no True Detective. My bad. Uh, the service will be accessible to ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Max subscribers. Each company will own a third share of it. Uh, the launch is slated for later this year amid rising sports cost rights. But again, will they kick those costs over to you, the consumer? I would yes. imagine probably. Right? And here's the other here's the other problem with this: is that just from a Hollywood perspective, yes, these are three entities that don't play nice with each other, right? And the fact that they're even considering doing this together—I mean, you're talking about basically Disney, Warner Brothers. And Fox agreeing on something to all go in on this together. And I just don't I, – until this one actually gets to the finish line and it, and it becomes into existence, I'm going to have a hard time believing it. All right. I think it would be great, but I, I don't know how they're going to be able to – until all just agree to equally share this in thirds, yeah. that, that – I don't know. I don't know. I'll believe when I see it. All right. Well, James is saying disp- – is in disbelief. Uh, here today. Yeah, I would look, I, I think they've gotten to the point where it's just, they've got to figure out a way to make all this stuff work, right? Uh, as well. Uh, 757-687-9494 Somebody just sent me a picture of you in high school with Scooby-Doo. <laughs> they think you look like Shaggy. That's pretty funny. Oh my god. That's pretty funny. That is good. Um, That's good. Also from the um, wait, why am I losing things here? From uh, the 757. Said, this is kind of... Um, Whoever Washington drafts a quarterback, I hope they're not a bust. Otherwise, jobs will be on the line again. Um, they haven't had a franchise quarterback in ages. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, again, say they really in the passing era have not had one. Like, since we've got the passing era. You can make that argument. I mean, Theismann was a franchise quarterback. There's a different era. You know what I mean? It was in the early 80s, uh, mid-80s when he broke his leg. But that was really the last quarterback they could count on on a consistent basis. You know, Cousins – Unfortunately, was never a franchise quarterback, although they're using a franchise tag on him every single year. <laughs> but he did have a pretty good run as the starter, uh, you know, in, in a stretch of, of seasons. But that, you know, they were short-sighted with it. They had an asset they could have actually turned into something if they didn't want to keep him themselves, which clearly they didn't want to do. Uh-huh. And they couldn't get out of their own way to make that happen, much like the uh, Trent Williams thing. Um, same texture goes on to say, I would look at the draft before I would go with a Justin Fields. Nothing against that guy, the way they can build a franchise around a quarterback that you drafted. Well, yeah, you want the five years, too. Because I mean, if you draft a quarterback, you got the five years, you got the rookie contract. problem with Fields is the clock's ticking. Because you got to figure it out in a hurry. Even if you say, all right, we'll give that, you know, we'll pick up the option, we'll give him the next two years, that's still not a ton of time, Mm-mm. necessarily. And, you know, again, there's some bad habits there that 
that uh, have got to be cleaned up in a hurry, like just some basic stuff in terms of uh, the ability to be accurate throwing the football with him that would concern me. But that's, you know, that these things – these things have got to uh, have got to, you know, got to be vetted out by the new staff, um, the new front office, the new coordinator, the new head coach. They got to they got to go through all this stuff. That's why I I don't believe for a second they just willy nilly grabbed Kingsbury based on the fact that they might have a chance to move up to number one to get Caleb Williams and having no freaking idea if they can. Would be would makes we, no sense at all. I know we'd probably still be having this conversation, right? If it was the Raiders, if he did take the Raider job, right? But would it be a serious conversation knowing how much the Raiders would have to give up in order to do that? Right. I mean, that's the thing. You would have to give up so much. And then and for the Bears, like you're moving back that far. You're not getting Marvin Harrison Jr. No, moving, ba- no. moving back that far. So there is a bit of a game of chicken if they want to – unless, again, they're going to find somebody at four or somebody at five to do it. It's a bit of a risk on the Bears' part, you know, for, for, that, um, for that kind of move. No doubt. Because then you could be left without a dance partner. Um, to get the guy you still want to get. I've heard today a couple times from the talking heads that the Bears have all the leverage here. I don't think they do. I really don't think they have all the leverage. They have some decent leverage, but I don't think they have all the leverage that people think that they do. Well, I guess it just depends on what you consider all the leverage. Like, okay, so if they're not really, they're not really set on a particular player, okay, fine. Then, then you can play it that way, like you have all the leverage. But if, if they are set on particular player, Marvin Harrison Jr., then they don't necessarily have all the leverage, right? Because right? then they have to be beholden to, you know, the team that's picking four or five, you know, that's a bit of a risk. Because um, right now, you know, right now you're talking about the Chargers who clearly aren't going to take a quarterback. Right. So they're not moving up. Why would, they, why would they move up? Makes no sense. The Giants, maybe. Would the Giants want to give up all that crap? they got a lot of holes. they still got Daniel Jones on the hook at $40 million. For another season, Titans aren't moving up. Falcons might be, but they're at eight. You know that's that's the problem with exactly. with, with this yeah. thing. You know, I mean, you would have to have a couple deals in place, like I said before. One of which would be to move back. I mean, Arizona, they're sticking with Kyler Murray, right? They're at four right now. So again, if you think it's a one-two-three quarterback world, okay. But again, Arizona and the Chargers both have quarterbacks in their big contracts at four and five, so they're not looking to move up. So then maybe the Giants, the Titans, I don't, you know, looks like they're really ready to give Will Levis a real shot here after year one, and then Atlanta's the next real quarterback-starving kind of team at eight. And that's a long way back, and Marvin Harrison Jr. not likely to make it through picks four, five, six, and seven to get to you. And Richard Shermer was talking about Denver. They're at 12. Yeah, Denver's way the heck down there. Yeah. So yeah. you're probably not even getting Roma Dunze at that point. No, exactly. So – that's the risk behind it there. Okay. 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. Big game bets coming up. An interesting uh, one to look at with Travis Kelsey. Uh, Sky Jackson Show here prior to the Sports Radio 94.1. We're brought to you by Larry Kinglaw. Injured in an accident? Call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. James Witham's got your sports center.